At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Rush Hour with Danny Burke on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. What is going on, folks? Welcome to it. It is time for another edition of Rush Hour presented by Bet Rivers. I'm Danny Burke, your host, here as always, live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook in Des Plaines, Illinois. And we'll be live with you for the next 60 minutes. Let me tell you what we got ready for you these next 60 minutes. And 15 from now, we'll be joined by Frank Hanrahan. He's been on the show plenty of times. He's part of the City Cast family with Bet Rivers. He's the host of the DC City Cast. So uh, not only we got our heads buttoned a little bit, right, as Nationals are taking on our Cubbies tonight, but hey, we'll get an update about the Commanders, how he's feeling about some win total bets, any other preseason wagers he's been looking to pull the trigger on or already has we'll kind of talk all things dc with our guy frank so that will be in about 15 minutes and then speaking of the city cast we got to revisit our combo with will hill in terms of nfl because man he keeps adding and adding more content for well what he's betting throughout the national football league the man is a machine and i'm sure he'll have plenty more to get you ready for week one and beyond for the NFL season, and I know he's going to dabble in some baseball tonight, so we'll have to hit on that with Will in 30 minutes. And then at the end of the show, now, speaking of preseason, the Bears do have their preseason game a little bit earlier this week, Thursday night, on the road against Seattle. I think this is a very intriguing spot on one side, and you've already seen tremendous line movement, so I'll kind of cover all of that and tell you how I'm looking to bet that at the end of the show. So that will be in 45 minutes from now. Speaking of some bets, I do have a couple on the diamond. We might as well jump into it, folks, with Danny's Dimes, our Major League Baseball edition to get things kicked off on this Tuesday evening. And, hey, we mentioned the Nationals and the Cubs. Yeah, we'll get Frank's thoughts momentarily, but I got to play in this game as well. And believe it or not, I think it may be to look at the Cubs tonight. Seldom do you say that, but, I mean, in all honesty, actually, as of late, hopefully you have been saying that because this Cubs team has been hot Albeit last night, wasn't ideal that they blew that lead. Stroman giving up four runs, none were earned, and Washington came back and won 5-4. to four. But Maybe the Cubs can bounce back tonight. They opened up at Bet Rivers as a minus 156 favorite. The Nationals opened plus 135. At Bet Rivers, because this has completely changed now, I, I saw it at Bet Rivers get all the way up to the Cubs minus 175. Well, now you've seen it tumble back down to the Cubs just at minus 160. Nationals currently plus 135. Total at 8.5, a, a little bit of juice to the over at minus 112. 
the reason why the Cubs are such a big favorite in this spot, if you haven't invested, uh, investigated this game for yourself, that's because who the Nationals are throwing out there on the bump. Yes, Washington is just bad overall, but primarily it's because who's starting for them, and that is Patrick Corbin. The lefty has been beyond struggling this year. He's 4-16 with a 7-0-2 ERA. His whip is 1.82. His FIP is 496. His Sierra is 425. Heck, even his home run to fly ball ratio is absurdly high at 17%. Remember, you want to be under 10% for your home run to fly ball ratio, and you want to have a lot lower numbers than everything we just listed out for Patrick Corbin. Now, throughout his last six starts, what's also just almost impressive at this point is that he has surrendered 30 earned runs throughout his last six starts. How the hell do you manage to do that? I don't know, but Corbin has found a way. Now, the good news, I guess, if there's some kind of silver lining for Patrick Corbin, is that the Cubs batters really don't have that big of a sample size against him. And he is 5-2 and two with a 3.97 ERA and nine career appearances, eight of those starts against the Cubs. But remember, I mean, don't go too crazy about that because it hasn't been the same lineup by any stretch of the imagination. But man, I mean, Corbin hasn't just struggled this year. Since Game 7 of the 2019 World Series, he's 15-39 and 39 with a 5.98 ERA. It's just insane what has happened to this guy. And you look at his numbers even at home where he still poses an ERA that's really high at 517. And then he's got a FIP of 495. So it's been bad news all around for Patrick Corbin. And maybe the Cubs can expose him tonight. The Cubs are hitting okay against lefties on the road. I mean, there's been some other spots where they've struggled a lot worse. But their stat line against Southpaws away from Wrigley Field, post as a 706 OPS, a 308 WOBA, and then a 96 WRC+. The OPS isn't ideal, but the Woba's not bad in the WRC+. Plus. It's close enough to average that you could back this Cubs team against a pitcher like Patrick Corbin, all right? And then you look at who's starting for the Cubbies now. Justin Steele is, and he also a southpaw. And Justin Steele's been a guy that I was a little bit afraid to back in this situation, that meaning away from Wrigley Field. But he's honestly settled his numbers and kind of even them out as of this point in the year. Keegan Thompson really is the main guy you got to worry about with the Cubbies for his home and road splits at this point. But Steele on the road right now, uh, yeah, his ERA is high at 471, but his FIP has come down to 356. So that's something you can back, I think, in a betting situation. It's not as good as it is at Wrigley Field at 313, but it's still pretty solid. Now, his most recent start did come against Washington in that game at Wrigley. He went six innings, allowed just two earned runs on eight hits, racked up nine strikeouts. The Cubbies beat the Nats that day 4-2. to two. And overall, Steele's numbers, win-loss-wise, not great, 4-7, and seven, but everything else is pretty sufficient. 363 ERA, 328 FIP, and a 387 Sierra. You'd like that to come down a little bit, but you can manage that, again, against the Nationals team who's throwing out a pitcher like Patrick Corbin. And you thought the Cubs' numbers against lefties in this split weren't that great? Well, the Nationals against Southpaws at home, instead of the Cubs where they were at 706 OPS, the Nationals are at 606 OPS. And then their WOBA is at 270. And then their weighted runs created plus, folks, drops all the way down to 68. So, yeah, I get why the Cubs at one point were up to minus 175. No Ian Happ in the lineup tonight. You still got Contreras and some other bats in there that can help you like Suzuki and company. But, yeah, I think the Cubs are actually the right play here. And not ideal to want to lay this much really in any bet, especially with the Cubs. But, hey, I think you got to take advantage of going against Patrick Corbin. And you're probably getting a relatively cheaper price than you normally would. It's just because, yeah, the Cubs can be unstable from time to time. So I laid minus a buck 60 with the Cubs on the money line earlier today. Again, now you can get the minus 159. And hey, if you don't want to go with the money line that's a little bit expensive, always consider the run line. Plus 110 is what you're getting right now if you think the Cubbies can win by uh, this game by two or more, which, let's be honest, Nationals bullpen, it's horrendous. So yeah, there's a really good chance that the Nationals could just blow this thing wide open and the Cubs can take advantage and win this game by a plethora of runs. But there's still a small part of me that just doesn't want to fully trust the Cubs on the run line, so that's why I'm paying a little bit more just for that security. But that's what I'm going to be rocking with down in D.C. with the Nationals and the Cubs tonight. Let me tell you what else I got. This game involving the Cardinals and the Rockies. These two teams just squared off in Coors Field, 
and you just saw this pitching matchup with Kyle Freeland and Jose Quintana. Couple southpaws once again. Quintana, since he's been with the Cardinals, he's pitched two games. They've been great for him so far. And the most recent game was at Colorado. Tough environment, Coors Field, right? Well, not for Quintana. He went six innings, allowed seven hits, and just two earned runs, racked up six strikeouts. The Cardinals took care of business and won that game 9-5. to five. Now, he did face Colorado a little bit earlier this year, but he was with Pittsburgh, and it was a disaster. But again, that was at Coors Field. We're kind of more concerned about what he did more lately, and that was do a really good performance at Colorado. Overall this year, I don't know what it is, but man, Quintana was not like this when he was with the Cubbies, but he's 4-5 and five with a 337 ERA, a 321 FIP, a 124 WHIP, and then a 396 Sierra. Again, he's been really good for the Cardinals in just two small games, but tough environment at Coors. Now you're getting the Rockies at home, and the Rockies, they're hitting lefties okay at home, but man, it gets a lot worse on the road. 608 OPS against lefties away from Coors. 265 Woba, and then a 67 weighted runs created plus for the Rockies against lefties on the road. Well, speaking of hitting lefties, I think the Cardinals are going to be doing a pretty good job of that tonight because at home, St. Louis against lefties, their OPS is 730, their Woba is 320, and then their weighted runs created plus is at 113. And they're going against Kyle Freeland, who has not had a sufficient season. He's 7-8 and eight with a 484 ERA, a FIP of 425, He's walking and or he's walks and hits for innings pitched is higher at 141. You want it below 130. And then it's Sierra also concerning at 459. He does pitch better on the road, but still, it's nothing to write home about by any stretch of the imagination. And he just pitched versus St. Louis. We told you they just faced each other, and he only went four innings pitched, allowed 10 hits, six earned runs, one strikeout. Same game. Rockies lost at 1-9 to 5. He's 0-3 with a 4-9-8, almost 5 exact, ERA and 4 career starts against the Cardinals. I don't see it getting any better for Kyle Freeland tonight, especially because, again, the Cardinals are hitting lefties pretty darn well at home, and they have the second-highest bullpen ERA in baseball, does Colorado, at 4.71. Cardinals' bullpen ERA is progressing. 3.78 is what we're seeing. And, yeah, I just think St. Louis is the right spot here. They still have a lot to play for. The Rockies are really hitting that slow part of their season now that it's kind of winding down. And you've already seen the line movement go this way because the Cardinals opened up minus $2. And, well, now they're up to about minus 2, where are we at? Minus 230 right now. And, no, you're not going to want to lay that on the money line with St. Louis, but that's why you always can opt into the run line. And that's what I did a little bit earlier today. I got even money shopping around here in Illinois. Cardinals on the run line. They're 12 and four in their last 16 games and they've covered the run line and nine out of those 12 wins. I'm thinking they can do it tonight with the powerful bats that they have. You saw them do it with this exact pitching matchup the other day. We just talked about the Rockies struggling bullpen. I think you have a good advantage with the Cardinals to cover one and a half on the run line. And that's the other bet that I'm banking on tonight on the diamond. So overall, our two dimes in baseball, we got the Cubbies on the money line, minus 160, and the Cardinals on the run line at even money. Would still lay about minus 105 for that. A couple NL Central bets. Hopefully they come through for us. We'll talk plenty more bets. How about a little football? Frank Hanrahan, host of the D.C. CityCast, joining us next right here on Rush Hour. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare attention all wrestling aficionados wrestling with freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season this is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked! 
And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Rush Hour on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VEASAN College Football Guide is out right now. And don't forget, our NFL Guide drops next week. And our experts are providing profiles of every single team, along with team trends, power ratings, and over-under recommendations. Plus, you get best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. But remember, the only way to get access to this year's football betting guides is to become a VEASAN All-Access subscriber. So make sure you sign up on our discounted football special and you'll get access to everything we do from right now through the Super Bowl for only $175. Or save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription and bet smarter all year long. So go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all of your options and become a part of VEASAN, the sports betting network. Okay, welcome back into the show. It is Rush Hour. I'm Danny Burke, your host. Thank you for being with us on this Tuesday evening. At Danny Burke 5 is where you can follow me on Twitter, at VEASAN Live or VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Yeah, like we were saying, the college football guide out right now. The NFL guide is dropping soon, and man, we can't wait. And we'll be talking plenty more because I'm talking about on this show and then, of course, throughout the rest of the week, but... Hey, we got a Bears preseason game to look forward to on Thursday night, and I don't want to go too much into it because we'll save it for the end of the show, but some big line movement has been happening in that direction. Not necessarily toward the Bears, but their opponent, the Seahawks. So uh, we'll get a little bit deeper into that game once we progress throughout the show. But we're waiting to get Frank Canrahan on the horn here, and, man, I- I'm excited to talk with him because anytime I get the opportunity to talk about Carson Wentz, I think it's at least an entertaining one. I don't have anything against the guy. I just think he's still, for whatever reason, one of the most overhyped quarterbacks year in and year out. And it's really been since his major injury, right? I mean, he was on the path to being a very solid quarterback. You just haven't seen that be the case since then, okay? I mean, you saw what happened in Indianapolis with the Colts. He was fine. If you just look at his numbers, you'd be like, yeah, this guy was okay. I don't see why he'd trade him away. But when you actually watch him, you kind of realize the difficulties that are presented when he is your quarterback. I just don't know how he's the solution if you're the Washington Commanders, unless you're still hoping that there's some kind of potential he can reach because of the glory days that were set behind him once. And it seems kind of crazy to say that because he's not the oldest guy, but man, you just got to face a reality. This is who Carson Wentz is. Even when we've talked with Frank Hanrahan, He's mentioned that, yeah, Carson Wentz, okay, but it's not really going to push his team to the next level. So, hey, why don't we ask him ourselves? How does he think camp is going? How does he think Carson Wentz is shaping up? Frank, my man, do we got you on the horn, buddy? How we doing? Hey, what's up, man? How are you? I'm doing well. Doing well. Uh, I'm doing yeah, solid. I'm doing Frank. solid. <laughs> yeah, no, we, we, we were just <laughs> We were just talking about your boy Carson Wentz here, and and I was saying, I was like, I'm always entertained when we get to talk about him because everybody seems to have a lot more affinity for him than I do. But I feel like you and I have been on the same page a lot of times when we've discussed Carson Wentz. Has anything in your mind changed from the one sample of a preseason game and just everything you've heard from camp thus far? No, uh, no, not yet. I mean, look, he... It's going to be his first couple of weeks, really, with with Jacksonville and Detroit. If he can't beat those two, then he is what we thought he was, right? Um, I, yeah, I'm with you, man. I am still not sold on Carson Wentz. He's got so much to prove. Um, you know, his decision-making, that's the biggest thing. And we saw against uh, Carolina in their first preseason game, very close to the vest, didn't do anything crazy. Of course, he's not going to do anything crazy. Uh, in the preseason, but he, you know, he held his own and he was fine. I think it was like 10 of 13 for 74 yards uh, weapons, you know, trust his weapons, right? Don't, don't try to force too much, get the ball to McLaurin, these quick outs. I think as commanders fans, we're going to see a lot of those just quick dump offs 
and cross your fingers and hope the wide receiver or the running back can make something out of it. Um, you know, Coach Ron Rivera, this is this is his toy for this year, right? They wanted a top-tier quarterback. I don't know if he is. They think he is, or they're trying to tell us that he is. So this is a big year for all of these guys involved. Yeah, they're trying to tell you something, all right. I just don't know if it's going to be that a winning season is coming soon, Frank. And I feel like you may have the same sentiment. But, look, I mean, they do have enough talent surrounding him, right? You got a good receiver, McLaurin. You got Gibson in the backfield. You got what should be a pretty solid defense. Is it a good enough kind of just surrounding cast around Carson Wentz to get them over seven and a half wins, do you think? At Bet Rivers, the over is minus 134. Or, naturally, you can look at the under seven and a half at plus 110, which would you be leaning more toward? You know, that's a great question about does he have enough? Uh, I don't think so. I think under 7.5 is the play. And here's the, the latest this week, Danny. They, they're, they're already talking about running back by committee, and I'm thinking, well, who's on this committee that you have enough talent to do that, right? Uh, they've got this young kid coming out of Alabama, Brian Robinson Jr., who had, had a good first half in a preseason game against Carolina. One of their projected starters fumbled the football, and already today he's on third string and doing punt coverage. Uh, then they have another guy, J.D. McKissick. I don't know if that's good enough in the backfield. I think Brian Robinson Jr. is is certainly intriguing as a prospect, but again, he's a rookie in the NFL. So that is a huge question mark, too, with your backfield. And then you've got a young wide receiver in Jahan Dotson. you got Curtis Samuel still trying to make his way back from injury. Missed a lot of last year. And then there's Terry McLaurin, your big payday guy. Um, I don't think that's enough to help Carson Wentz get this team over seven and a half. I still think they need, and their tight end position too is also very much up in the air. Uh, too many question marks for me, and that's why I would lean under seven and a half for sure. All right, Frank, I want to toss out a couple props here with Carson Wentz to you. And again, I'm not saying you bet these or are looking forward to it. I kind of just want to see where you're at. <laughs> A total passing okay. touchdowns for Carson Wentz at Bet Rivers. The number is 23 and a half over under minus 112 mm. each way for kind of a frame of reference. Last year with the Colts, he threw for 27 touchdowns the year prior with the Eagles, 16 and 2019 with the Eagles. He got 27. Uh, another year as highest was 33 and 2017. So look, it's kind of been back and forth with Carson Wentz. Right. Is this an offense that's built to give him a lot of opportunities to throw passing touchdowns? I'm going to stick with my gut on this one. I did not like the signing. Uh, he was he was given up on in two previous stops. Uh, and who knows with this franchise and this coaching staff, because they still have a guy in a backup in Taylor Heineke, who played most of last year. They've got this uh, young rookie, Charles Howe III, who looked pretty good in his first game. So it's not like this is Carson Wentz's job solidified. Sure, it is to start the season, but around these parts, we always love a good quarterback controversy. So I'm not saying that Carson Wentz is going to get benched, but what I'm saying is I don't believe in him to get over the total of touchdowns that are set because he's not that good, in my opinion, and he's got other people bearing down his back, and I just don't think the team and the talent around him is good enough. So I'll go under that total for Carson Wentz. All right. Well, hey, maybe here's one you, you'd want to bet the over with is total interceptions. Now, it does seem maybe a little <laughs> bit inflated here, Frank, <laughs> because nine and a half is the number at Bet Rivers. The over's minus 125. So they're making, uh, they're making you lay a little juice. Now, he's only gone mm. over this twice in his career. Consistently, he's gotten like seven interceptions four different times. Again, I feel like we do have this narrative that he is kind of an unstable guy, but that doesn't necessarily mean he throws a lot of picks. You think he can throw at least 10 this year, or is this maybe one you're just like, ah, we got to wait and see? <laughs> you know what? I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. I'll go under uh, the the INTs for Carson Wentz. We'll, we'll stay positive for once with him. But, th yeah, that'll be it uh, with my, my gut on that. I feel like I'm so negative towards him. I, I don't know why. I I just I just don't think this is a good fit. I don't think it's a good mix. But for this particular prop, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt and I'll take the under. <laughs> All right, there you have it. Some positivity, baby, around Carson Wentz. Hey, Frank, oh, my man. Unfortunately, we are up against it. Thank you for making some time. And who knows? Maybe the next time we chat, we'll have some good things to say about your boy down there in D.C. Hey, I hope so, man. I'm pulling for him. I, I just don't think it's going to happen.
Hey, well, we'll see. And you can get more Frank's content covering all things Carson Wentz and the Commanders as he's hosting the D.C. City Cast on Twitter. You can follow him at JFrankHanrahan. So big shout out to Frank and big shout out to all the City Cast. As you know, they're available wherever you get your podcast delivered to you because Bet Rivers has launched a series of City Casts that are designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. So like we said, Frank is the host of the Washington DC City Cast. Got myself hosting the Chicago City Cast. You've got one available in the Mile High City in Denver, one in Detroit, one in Los Angeles, New York, Philadelphia, and Pittsburgh. So again, make sure you subscribe to your local City Cast wherever you get your podcasts available and you'll be set up with multiple, uh, multiple episodes a week and great local sports betting content. So, folks, we're going to take a quick break here. But we'll be back in a flash because we'll talk with host of the New York City cast, our guy Will Hill. A little bit of baseball, a little bit of football. That's coming next here on Rush Hour on Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Get ready to kick off fall and football season with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Join Bet Rivers on Wednesday, August 17th for Win Total Wednesday. But tomorrow, players who place a wager on any NFL or college football teams in their season win total, they will get a free $10 Bet Rivers bet. So head to BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app all season long for the latest odds and unique promotions. BetRivers is your go-to sportsbook this fall. It's a whole new game. Welcome back to it, folks. As you know, the show is Rush Hour. The network is VEASAN, and I'm Danny Burke, your host. Joining us now, we're lucky enough to have our guy Will Hill making some time, and not the Will Hill on the tweets. He the host of the New York City cast. And, Will, I heard it's mayhem in the streets there in the Bronx. The Yankees 2-8 and eight, their last 10 games. I don't think we can push the panic button on the Yankees. I think they'll just be uh, they'll just be fine as we get around to October. What do you think, my man? Well, it's Wednesday, and they haven't scored a run since Saturday, so that's never a good thing. Uh, this team is just leaking oil all over the place. And I'm, I'm sure they'll figure out a way. They still win the division. You know, they're really lucky. Toronto and Tampa have not played very well because this lead that's 9-10 could easily be three or four, but Toronto and Tampa have played just as badly. But, man, they're just – they're not good enough to sustain injuries. They just don't spend like they used to spend. They didn't get Corey Seager, a big-time shortstop this offseason. Donaldson's given them nothing. Kyner Falaif has given them nothing. Dix has had an extra base six since July 9th. And without Stan, without LeMahieu, they were missing Rizzo for a while. They were Carpenter. No Michael King, no Severino. There's just not a lot to line up. I mean, they threw out a lineup Sunday night on national TV against the Red Sox with Andujar, Tagashioka, Kiner Falefa. I mean, it's basically, it's and uh, Tim LaCastro. It's basically the Scranton Wilkes-Barre Rail Riders with Aaron Judge in between. If Judge doesn't hit the ball nine miles, it's just very hard for them to score. You know, Ben Attendee hasn't given them much. Uh, I thought it was a decent move, a decent fit. But look, I mean, they continue to go cheap, whether it's not free agency. Um, yeah, they could have gotten Soto. I mean, Soto was there for the taking. I know he would have cost prospects, but um, at the same time, you know, you kind of get what you, what you ask for when you go dumpster diving with these cheaper prospects and these cheaper deals. So at this point, is it something you look at and go, man, maybe this team isn't as built to make a deep run as we've been perceiving them as? Or is it more so, hey, it's a long season. Teams are going to go through their droughts. Might as well get it over with now if you're the Yankees. Well, I think it's somewhere in between because if the postseason started today, I don't know how you could pick them to beat Houston or pick a lot of these teams. They're a bad team right now, but the good news is reinforcement should be on the way. Sounds like Stanton's going to play a rehab game this week. Severino threw a 25-pitch bullpen. That helps. I mean, just to have the Stanton and Judge duo is very helpful. I've been waiting for them to call up. they got these guys in the minors, uh, Peraza and Floreal, to just get rid of Kiner Flavor, get rid of Hicks, replace those at bats, and maybe give the team a, a shot in the arm. But look, as long as they can win the division, the season starts that second week of October, and everyone's zero and zero. They'll be home for round one. They'll have Cole on the mound. So, um, look, I don't feel good about them. I think it's fair to be concerned, but I wouldn't count them out yet. 
All right, well, I, I don't think I've really kind of asked you a World Series pick of the many times we've talked, but I, I just really want to hone in on those top four teams being the Dodgers, Astros, Yankees, and the Mets. Is the value there? No, not necessarily, but it feels like a top-heavy type of year. And the Dodgers are plus 350 as your short shot. The Astros, as we talked about, are plus 385. The aforementioned Yankees at 4-1. to one. And then you get the Mets at plus 475. If I give you 100 bucks and I said you could bet on one team, who do you think you'd throw it on? If I had to pick between the four, I would just pick the Mets. But look, the Mets were 7-1 to one a week and a half ago. These numbers are just all too short. I mean, remember, you got to go through three rounds of the playoffs. That's assuming the Mets win the division, which I think they will, but the Braves have played well here lately. They've won seven in a row. So, I mean, you're basically, you're probably better off just going round by round in the playoffs and just rolling over your money. That being said, I would say the Mets, just because DeGrom, Scherzer, that pitching, I mean, that's going to be very hard to beat them, you know, three out of five, four out of seven. When you can throw DeGrom and Scherzer five out of the seven games with Diaz for maybe three or six outs at the end, I mean, that's basically three of the five or six best pitchers on the planet with Diaz, DeGrom, and Scherzer. So uh, I would say the Mets just because the longest odds that pitching is just incredible. Fair enough. A little bit of value there compared to the other four teams. Do you think they have value tonight, though, Will? They got a game against Atlanta. Always tough going up against the Braves, especially on the road. And, you know, the Mets are an underdog in this spot, plus 135. Atlanta minus buck fifty-seven. Total for this game at eight in the hook. Anything worth making a play around for this spot? I like Atlanta, and I've had a pretty good feel for these games, for these teams. I bet the Mets all five games last week at City Field. I went 4-1. and one. I gave out Atlanta last night, so I've had a good feel. I just think the pitching matchup favors Atlanta. I, you know, it's one thing. Walker's done a nice job for them. His numbers are just as if not better than Morton's, but I remember Morton broke his leg in the World Series. He had a slow start. He's been a big-game pitcher, whether it's for the Braves, the Astros, the Rays. To me, Walker, look, I'll trust him against the Nationals or the Cubs or the Marlins, but to throw him at Atlanta against this lineup, I remember Atlanta bombed him 10 days or so ago, gave up eight runs in, in two innings. Um, to me, I just trust Morton more. The game's in Atlanta. Uh, I, I, I like the Braves here at this price. Okay, and then obviously we mentioned the Yankees. They're struggling right now, and look, uh, it's not going to get any easier tonight. They are a pretty sizable favorite, though, minus a buck 67 against the Rays, and Tampa's catching plus 140. Short total here is at seven. Uh, you think you got to kind of just continue to ride the train of you're either staying away or fading the Yankees in some capacity? I'm going to keep fading. I'm at least going to take the run and a half here with Tampa. Uh, and this is an important game for the Yankees. At some point, you got to stop the bleeding. I know they've got some, some distance here, some comfort in terms of the division, but at some point, you got to stop the bleeding and win a baseball game because we can talk about having a big lead. They're okay. Like, uh, if you lose every day, at some point, somebody's going to catch you. So this is an important game for the Yankees. I do like Tampa plus one and a half. I just think the Yankees continue to be overvalued. When you look at the lineups they're rolling out there tonight, I mean, Donaldson can't hit it all. He's batting fourth. Uh, and, and there's just Hicks, and, and this lineup is just so bad right now. The total seven, which tells you they think it's going to be like a 4-3 type of game. Springs has been good for Tampa. I don't see how you lay a buck 70 or whatever it is with the Yankees. I'm going to take Tampa here plus the run and a half. Hey, you mentioned a total being at seven, and everybody around our neck of the woods is going to be very interested in the other spot that has that total, and that's going to be naturally with the White Sox and the Astros. You got the two top guys in the AL Cy Young dueling off tonight, Verlander and Cease, and Houston is a favorite here, minus 124. Similar spot we saw them yesterday. Sox had a heroic comeback, which really has not happened at all this year. Currently, Chicago's catching plus 107, and like I said, total is at seven. Do you think this is going to live up to the hype and be one of those just absolute pitching duels where it's incredibly low scoring and some clutch hit is going to have to provide the win? Yeah, it's funny. You look at the AL Central standings. I check on them you know, once or twice a week. I feel like every time I look up, it's the same thing. It's the Twins, the Guardians, and the White Sox, all separated by like two games. It feels like the standings never move. Uh, the White Sox can't seem to get out of their own way, but you look up, they're right there. It's there for the taking within a couple games to win the division. Uh, I agree with what you said. I think when these two, when, when two big-time pitchers square off, I think there is a propensity of these guys. They want to rise to the occasion, match each other. We saw it with DeGrom and Nola on Saturday night in a one nothing classic. I just think, to me, playing the under the first five, which is still three and a half, I think it's minus 120. Uh, to me, this is 1-1 after five innings, one nothing after five innings. Hell, even at 2-1, to one, you still win. So, to me, under the first five, 
Uh, it's as good as it gets in terms of pitching. See, Spurlander, it really gets no better than this. I know McClanahan's in that mix, but uh, to me, just don't overthink it here with season Verlander. Uh, I do like the under. Okay, well, we got about 90 seconds to go. I always like to squeeze in a little bit of NFL with you. Uh, how did you make out for preseason week one, and is there anything you're circling out already for week two? Yeah, well, uh, boy, I, I was on this thing of teasing the overs, and I guess it's disappointing because I didn't go harder or bigger. I really probably could have uh, retired and put my feet up if I went a little harder at it because I don't know if you saw the tweet. If you went with three team 10 point teasers, you basically went 740 and 750 and something crazy. I think naturally we're going to see an adjustment and over adjustment. Some of these totals now are in the low forties, 41, 42. I saw the bears game. I think it's against Seattle. It's like 42. My inclination is to just sort of buck the trend here and play back on the under. I think we're going to see an adjustment an over adjustment. Um, again, it's just one week where the, the scoring was high. It's usually a lower scoring preseason. So, uh, I will probably look to be playing some of the unders in these games. Yeah, you're right. I mean, that Bears game, it's gotten up to like 42 and a half. Some spots I saw 43, and a lot of the other totals are getting adjusted like that. So uh, we'll see what kind of happens and then how that correlates to week three. But I know you'll be all over it here on VEASAN's Airwaves and especially with the New York City cast. So, uh, Will, why don't you let the good people know what you got dialed up for the remaining days this week? Decent.com slash podcast. We got NFL previews, NFC East, AFC East, uh, some great guests. So check it out. Decent.com slash podcast. Appreciate it. You got it. Will Hill, folks, at Not The Will Hill, where you can follow him on Twitter. Like you said, host of the New York City cast. He's betting pretty much everything, especially when it comes to NFL preseason. And then once we get the regular season kicked up, he will continue to be all over it. But, hey, speaking of the preseason, I do want to share some thoughts on that Thursday night game. The Bears, can they stay undefeated in preseason? Yes, the preseason matters to us Bears fans, all right? Don't laugh at us. But, hey, I'll tell you how I'm betting that game next. And we'll recap our baseball play. So one more segment here on Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. And I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. 
and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. And I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Rush Hour on VSIN, the sports betting network. Want more betting insights to help give you an edge? Well, make sure you check out Beeson's Best Bets podcast. And there you can listen to daily sports betting highlights from the entire 24-7 stream of Beeson experts who are tracking line moves, odds, props, wins, losses, and bad beats from sportsbooks not only out in Las Vegas, but across the entire country. So make sure you download the Beeson Best Bets podcast right now at sin.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcast final segment here on rush hour thank you for being with us i'm danny burke your host remember uh, remember pardon me stumbling here 
follow along on Twitter at DannyBerg5. You can always follow VEASAN on the tweets at VEASAN Live. So like I said, we're going to spend a little time here talking some NFL preseason. The Bears got an early one this week, Thursday night, traveling to the Pacific Northwest against the Seattle Seahawks. So this is kind of an interesting matchup for many reasons. Last week, we bet the Bears money line that came through. The other game we bet involved the Seahawks over the total against the Steelers, and that came through. So we started off 2-0, looking to make it 3-0, and I think we can do that by getting involved in this game. So the early opening line had Seattle at minus 3 in the hook, and originally it was kind of standing pat, and I was talking about this on the Chicago City Cast on Monday morning, and I'm like, man, you know, I wish it opened a little bit lower and I could get a appropriate money line price on the Seahawks because especially in preseason, you know, I'd rather just have the security of the money line instead of the nonsense with the spread. And I was like, I, there wasn't really anything viable out there. It was like minus 175 or higher, it seemed. And I was kind of disappointed because I inevitably knew that it was probably going to move toward the Seahawks for many reasons. And those reasons being that it's a short week for the Bears. Right In general, in the NFL throughout the regular season, it, it's tough to turn things around on a short week, especially in preseason to where you're not really going to have your full game plan really executed. You're not going to have your starters the whole way. It's just kind of a completely different dynamic. So the disadvantages are already present for this Bears team on a short week. Secondly, the Seahawks are the narrative-driven team here. We talked about the Bears last week and why we liked them. Eberflus had a lot to prove in his first game coaching. You thought a lot of younger guys needing to compete for roster spots with the Bears would give them the slight advantage, and you could argue whether or whether it didn't, but hey, I mean, the Bears got the job done, so we'll cash that ticket. And then the other narrative with the total going over, we talked about having five quarterbacks needing to compete for a job with the Seahawks and the Steelers, right? You had Kenny Pickett, they had Mason Rudolph, Mitch Trubisky, and then for the Seahawks, you have Drew Locke and Geno Smith. That is the main reason why the line movement has got to be going towards Seattle. You got two quarterbacks who are battling it out for that starting position. No other quarterback got reps in week one of the NFL preseason for the Seahawks. Just these two guys. Almost identical stat lines as well. Drew Locke went 11 of 15. Geno Smith went 10 of 15. Drew Locke had 102 passing yards. Geno Smith had 101 passing yards. The difference here is Drew Locke had two passing touchdowns. Geno Smith had zero. Drew Locke also had a crucial late-game fumble that ended up costing them the game, but it was a strip sack, right? How much are you really going to blame him for that? And the latest news is that now at practice, Drew Locke is running out with the number one team. Yeah, so maybe he did enough to get over the hump for the time being against Geno Smith. The point remains, though, that this means a little bit more to the Seahawks. It's not that... They're going to try harder, but you're going to get two more game-ready quarterbacks out of Geno Smith and Drew Locke compared to Nathan Peterman and Trevor Simeon after Justin Fields does his couple of series, right? And it's not to knock those guys, but they're not realistically competing for a starting job. Drew Locke and Geno Smith are. You factor that in with the short week, the advantages then go on the side of Seattle. Absolutely. So three and a half is where it's open. As high as five and a half now. That's the number you're seeing at Bet Rivers. The Seahawks, a five-and-a-half-point favorite for Thursday night. If you still want to get aggressive and go with the money line, Seattle is minus 225. The Bears are plus 180 on the buyback. By the way, the total's also seen some movement. 39 in the hook, now up to 41-and-a-half. We were talking about it earlier, but that thing got up to like 42-and-a-half, even touched 43, or maybe around there at some shops. But look, I did get involved with the Seahawks here. I missed the boat with the three-and-a-half. I was a little salty about that. But earlier today and last night, there were some four and the halves out there, four and the hooks, part of me, out there with Seattle. And I jumped on it as soon as I could, figuring that the lone book that had the four and a half still available, it was going to change to about five. And then it did, and then it went up to five and a half. But, hey, I, you could talk about key numbers in football. Certainly it alters a little bit in preseason. But I can honestly see the Seahawks winning this one by at least a touchdown or more. So if you still do want to get involved in this game, Minus five and a half would still be my bet on the side of Seattle. And it's not that I just think they're the way better team. Again, they have two quarterbacks who are going to be playing the whole game who you should trust probably over Trevor Simeon and Nathan Peterman. 
that's just a true story of it. And the short week, again, is not going to benefit the Bears. So I'm all over the Seahawks in this game. I laid minus four in the hook with them earlier today. So that's the one preseason bet that I've already locked in. I was looking through all these other games, and I didn't really fall in love with any other spot. I'll have to kind of see when more news comes about based on the starters, how many guys are getting whatever number of reps, and just all of those things. But there's been a little line movement, and we could discuss that more so on tomorrow's show. But nothing that really stands out as of this moment. I know one of the big games that moved actually were the Rams and the Texans. I think the Rams were about a point favorite. Houston's now up to minus three and a half at Bet Rivers. So if you just wanted to be aware of that, that was one of the games that did see a lot of line moving. So things like that we'll discuss a little bit more so tomorrow. But yeah, when you see that sharp action happening, make sure you do your research because clearly something is more evident even in preseason that you can potentially and hopefully take advantage of. But yeah, count me in. Seahawks minus four and a half is our early NFL week two preseason game. We did have two other plays earlier tonight, folks. Not preseason, of course, but in terms of baseball. Let me recap those with you before we head out here. Uh, let's go down to D.C., the Nationals and the Cubbies. Chicago looking to avenge that blown lead last night. They lost five to four. But they should have a good opportunity tonight. And that's because they're going against Patrick Corbin, the lefty. Man, this guy has struggled. You feel for him, but at the same time, eh, we're hoping to make a little bit of money fading him. He's 4-16 and 16 this year. He's got an ERA of 7-0-2, a whip of 1.82, a FIP that's almost at 5. It's at 4.96 to be exact, and his skill interactive ERA is 4.25. Look, I mentioned this earlier. I just think this is an incredible thing to look at, but he's 15-39 and 39. With a 5.98 ERA since earning the win in Game 7 of the 2019 World Series against the Houston Astros. How do you even do that? I don't know. But look, again, the big movement went to the Cubs. Minus 156 up to minus 175. It's come down a little bit now once you saw the lineup for the Cubbies. Didn't have Ian Happ in there, but you still had enough guys to overpower Patrick Corbin. You're getting them about minus 159 right now for the Cubbies. And if that's even too expensive for you, you could always opt into the run line for the Cubs to win by two or more. Plus 110 is the number currently at Bet Rivers. I don't think that's a bad option as well because, hey, I mean, the Nationals' bullpen is just also very horrid. And if the Cubs do get off to a slow start against Corbin, maybe that's when they pick him apart and they tack him on in bunches. And the Cubs are hitting lefties pretty decently on the road. 308 Woba, 96 WRC+. Plus. It's nothing you would take against other teams, but against the Nationals, you can get away with that, especially because the Nationals hitting lefties at home have a 68 WRC plus and a 606 OPS. So, yeah, I'm all in on the Cubbies here. Took them on the money line, minus a buck 60. And then the other spot we had at Bush Stadium, the Cardinals and the Rockies. We just saw this pitching matchup the other day. We had Freeland and Quintana. Jose Quintana in a second start with the Cardinals at Coors Field was a stud. Went six innings, allowed seven hits, just two earned runs. St. Louis won that game 9-5. to five. Freeland surrendered 10 hits and six earned runs in that game. Hoping the same thing happens. Maybe it won't to that extent, but hey, the Cardinals are getting a lot of love. Minus $2 up to minus 230 on the money line. Too expensive for my liking, so I went in on the run line with St. Louis at even money. Right now, you could get them at minus 107. I would still lay that with St. Louis. I do think they have all the advantages, not only from the starting pitching to the bullpen because the Rockies have the second highest bullpen in Major League Baseball. But offensively, the Cardinals are thriving against lefties at home. We took these similar bets a week prior and it came home for us. The Cardinals against lefties at Bush Stadium have a 730 OPS, a 320 weighted on base average, and then a 113 WRC+. In comparison to the Rockies on the road, folks, against lefties, their OPS is 608. Their weighted on base average is 265, and then their WRC plus is 67. So it's not shaping up statistically to look good for the Rockies. Let's hope that actually comes through and we can cash in the Cardinals on the run line minus one and a half. So that's all I got tonight. Cards on the run line, Cubs on the money line, and then an early NFL week two preseason bet with the Seahawks minus four in the hook. Best of luck with whatever you are playing tonight, folks. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Rush Hour. Until tomorrow, take care.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.